hello, and welcome to Let's Chat Montessori. I'm Alma, a passionate Montessori educator. I'm here to share with you all the insights that I've learned over the last nine years while working with toddlers. I'm here to help you, to help your child be more confident, responsible, and independent little human while exploring the Montessori method. Hopefully with all my shared insights, you will feel more at ease and empowered to begin setting up a prepared environment for your little one. Join me on my show as I will be diving into different topics all about the importance of routine, a prepared environment, a prepared adult, and so much more. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode on Let's Chat Montessori. I'm so happy that you're back, tuning in, listening to today's episode. Today's episode is about observation. How does this benefit anyone in the environment? You might ask, why is it even important when working with children? Does this apply only for educators? Or is this for anyone? There are so many questions about observation. And I want to say all these questions are valid. I also want to be able to tell you that there are different types of observations. There's indirect, there's direct, there's introspection, there's different types of observation, but they all benefit in different forms. Observation really allows us to see what we often don't see and miss in the moment. So it's really important to be able to observe and take that time. And I really believe that bringing these questions to light will help us better understand this idea, give you insight on how we use this approach in the classroom settings, and to better guide our children. And to, you know, even when you're not in a school, you can use this as a way to see what your, you know, what interest your child has. Okay, so let's get started with the types of observations that we mentioned. So we have the introspection observation, which is being able just to keep a journal of ourselves, right? Very basic. And then we have that direct observation, which is sitting down and observing while taking notes, which, you know, give or take, depending on the day, depending on the flow and the vibes of the day, Some of us may or may not have this opportunity to be able to actually sit down and take notes, but I strongly encourage for you to practice this skill and make it an an everyday habit. Uh, In that sense, then you will be able to take advantage of direct observation, which I personally love. And lastly, we have indirect observation, which is just being able to observe but while we simultaneously work on something else, which is the majority of us. Um, But when in a classroom setting, we often want to use, like I mentioned, the direct observation or indirect, but direct ideally because you want to be able to sit down and actually reference your notes and simply have documentation because you're not going to be able to remember everyone's interest and the little milestones, right, that I personally love writing down. Um, Another question would be, you know, what is observation overall, though? You know, an observation is just simply 
an ability, right? A simple skill set that you can acquire through practice over time, just like any other skill. Uh, for me personally, it took years to refine, you know, with repetitive cycles of observation and with different children over years, uh, different personalities, different behaviors, different approaches. So you learn to document and write everything down in a very objective manner, which then becomes a very natural skill that, you know, becomes ingrained within yourself. So, you know, I strongly encourage you to practice this skill if you're not yet. <clears throat> also, remember to slow down, breathe, be present, you know, one child at a time. I think one of the things that, you know, my trainer always reminded us of is if the child's not in danger and they're not hurting anyone, then let them be. It's okay, right? We'll get to them eventually, right? Like we need to pick and pick our battles, pick and choose, you know, which child we think may need better guidance depending on different factors. But one child at a time. <clears throat> Observation is a very unique way and also connecting with the way we see everything, learning to be, be present, learning to be here in the now, you know, without any interference from the past, just to really be present, to be able to just silence your mind and really tuning out the outside noise. This is such an important skill and, you know, to remember, you know, observation really has to be done without any judging, without imposing your own preferences onto the child or situation. So it's a very unique way of observing. But I want you to think about observing as a positive and not as a negative. You know, we are simply observing to better assist the child's needs and to fully support them developmentally in any way that we can. And generally this happens through observation. And of course, like I mentioned, observation really allows for us to help meet the child where they're at. When we are in a situation where, you know, we have a new teacher or a sub for the day, one of the few things that I do like to mention before they begin interacting with the children or simply, you know, before getting started with the day is to simply th take the time to observe the environment. You know, take the time to really see what the children are about. To simply take five, 10 minutes to beautifully observe the child's potential in their own environment. You know, have a seat if you can. Most environments have a stool or a small chair where you can sit and relax and observe few, for a few moments if you can. And when we do take the time to observe, it really allows us to self-analyze, to see where we can place ourselves in the environment without undoing any work that the children have already done during their work cycle when we were not present, right? Observing allows us to see where the child's at developmentally. It allows us to see what skills they have, what strengths they have, and how we can better support them in areas where they may need better guidance and support. Observation also gives us this beautiful gift in witnessing beautiful moments, 
the small achievements they make throughout the day, the pure joy they show us when they accomplish something on their own. These are the moments that we do not want to miss. The best way to capture these moments is by simply practicing the art of observation. You know, observation does take self-discipline, but with anything, plenty of practice will get us there. By practicing indirect observation and documenting what you are seeing really helps you go back and essentially create a plan of action for the child to see where you can meet those needs. And having documentation is the best tool that you can use to better support yourself as the observer. When working with children, anyone can apply this, whether you're in a classroom setting or in a home setting or in any setting where children are involved. Observation really does give you the key to better guiding and supporting your children. And lastly, I will leave you with how to observe. As my trainer told me one day, observe first, wait a second, then act only if you have to. One, you know, you want to be able to observe with love. We can only transform our way of seeing through love. This kind of love means having interest, respect, responsibility and knowledge you know be objective no feelings or personal emotions involved be a scientific observer right meaning accept what is happening just the facts of reality as it is occurring this also helps us gather information to better support the child be non-judgmental. You want to be able to put aside all assumptions, expectations, personal preferences. Be opened, you know, have a silent mind. Be present in the moment. You know, one of my favorite quotes by Maria Montessori is, quote, observation is an art. It has to be learned and practiced. End of quote. Isn't that so beautiful? And it is true. This takes time and practice over years. So remember, if you're not yet, take some time out of your day to observe. If you are in a home setting or if you are in a professional setting, please just take the time to observe the children to better support their needs. Okay, everyone. Well, that's a wrap for today. I hope you took something out of the show all about observation. All right. I love you all. Till next time. Bye. Hello, everyone. Thanks for staying with me till the end. Check out our show notes at BlossomMontessori.com. That's B-L-O-S-S-M Montessori.com. Also, if you've enjoyed and found the show helpful, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Blossom Montessori and share your takeaway. And don't forget to show me some love by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast on Anchor or Spotify. Till next time.